Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Well, who's happy this morning? Amen. Who's got joy in their hearts this morning? Amen. You know, that's really what it's about. Hallelujah. You know, the church is not called the, the weeping church, the crying church, but the church is the joyful church. Amen? Amen. Yeah, I mean, I know Jeremiah, he was called the weeping prophet. Amen. Isn't that right? I mean, there's some reference to him, but guess what? We don't weep. Amen. We have joy in our hearts. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're greet you in the name of Jesus, everyone that's uh, watching and listening this morning. Hallelujah. You know, but I'm reminded of a story because we see the church, we've got to have joy. Amen? Amen. There's nothing in this world that is worth losing your joy over. See, the enemy wants to take your joy. If he could take your joy, then guess what? Hope is next. Amen? I mean, so, but I'm just reminded of a story of a, of a family that left church. Not the river church. Amen? But they left some church. <laughs> Amen? And they're driving down the highway. And there's a donkey standing by the side of the road. And the little boy in the family, he asked, Mom, I wonder where that donkey goes to church. And the mother, that's kind of a strange question to ask. Mm-hmm. Said, well, why do you ask that question? Well, because that donkey's got the same sad look on its face that everybody has at our church. Oh. Amen? You see, we have a sad face. Amen? <laughs> Amen? But we have joy in our hearts. Hallelujah. I mean, there's no sense complaining about anything, but there's something that we have to do on our part. That's why you can see, I mean, whenever there was trouble, whenever there was a battle, whenever there was something where the people of God was going to go into battle or war, amen? Many a times you can see that what God said is send the praisers out. Send the worshipers out front. Amen? Come on. So while... California and the governor Newsom wants to shut the mouth of the praisers and the worshipers saying that you can't praise and you can't worship God. Guess what? We're going to get louder. Amen. That's what the church needs to do is get louder. You're not going to shut us up. Amen. Come on. Who's going to be gagged? You see, that's what the devil wants to do. This is just a gag order. That's why this whole thing with the mask is it's really more about getting you under submission and a gag order. Amen. Come on. I mean, you have the leading experts, as they call themselves, on national TV saying that masks don't work. So anyway, I'm not going to go down that line, but I tell you what, you have something, amen. You have the anointing. You have the power of God, church. It's time to rise up, amen. It's time to take a stand. Hallelujah. Because the reality is, how can we, even as a nation, and here we are, I mean, yesterday being 4th of July, happy Independence Day, everybody. Amen. Amen. Really? I mean, this is Independence Weekend. We still celebrate it, and really you should celebrate it every day. Every Amen. Day. Yeah. Hallelujah. Just like we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus every day, not just one time a year. Amen. Not just around the Easter time. Amen. Come on. But we celebrate Jesus and what he accomplished. But in America, we need to celebrate. Amen. Hallelujah, because reality is no matter, it's amazing that people hate America, that live in America, but yet they still stay here. They won't leave. Why? Because it's still the greatest place on the planet. Amen. Come on. Well, you see constitutions come and go in different nations, different iterations of it. 
In America, you could see we've stood, amen, for our Constitution. You know, I mean, it's amazing to me because really a lot of people don't even realize. You know, it's said that John Hancock, who knows, you know, you, you, you go in to sign a document somewhere and they say, well, just put your John Hancock here, right? Right. So, but you know, he signed the Declaration of Independence. And you know, it said that why he said it, why he signed his name the largest. That's why we recognize his name. Because his signature out of 56 people, 56 men, amen, his signature was the largest. You know why? Because he says when he gets back to the king in England, I want him to be able to see my name first and read it without his spectacles. Amen? You see, that's why he signed his name big. Hallelujah. But see, we have a name that is big. His name is Jesus. He's the biggest name there is. Amen. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess Jesus is Lord. Amen. And there is a day that is coming. Hallelujah. That's why it's so important. How can we ensure freedom abroad if we do not protect it here at home? We cannot neglect our freedoms and liberties here. Amen. Hallelujah. So really what I'm going to minister on is really on, is there not a cause, amen, but really about liberty and freedom. I mean, come on. But you see, there are causes out there. And there is a plan, and the enemy has a plan, but guess what? God has a plan. Amen? Amen. God has a plan. You know, I'm going to read a scripture, though, because it's very important. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Amen? Because I want to read it to you out of the Living Bible. Hallelujah. Very powerful scripture. Let me see if I can pull it up. But you know, the important thing is that God has a plan. Amen? Amen. We understand that man has plans, but God has plans. Amen? The enemy might have plans, but God has plans. And it will be God's plan that prevails. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So it's very important that you get a hold of what God's plan is. And don't try to replicate or do anything. I mean, I see people now, they're doing different things. They see somebody does something and they have great success with it. And then they try to go and do it and imitate it and it fizzles. It's nothing. You know, I mean, come on. That's not, we're, we're, not, we're not called to do what somebody else is doing. We're, got, we're called to do what God called us to do. Amen. Amen? But you can see that. You can see that in the, in, in the body of Christ. But I want, I want to read a scripture here. Hallelujah. I should have been, had it up here, but see if I could find it here. Hallelujah. But I'm going to read it out of the Living Bible because it's so very, very important. Amen. But if you go with me to, well, if you read Proverbs 8, 9, I'm going to read it out of the Living Bible because I want you to hear this. God says, my words are plain and clear to anyone with half a mind. If it is only open. Amen. So I would say this morning, amen. Come on. God's word, as I minister this morning, God's word that you, amen, praise God, that have half a mind can understand it. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why sometimes, you know, when you talk to different people and you wonder, my goodness, how can somebody believe that? Well, praise God, they have half a mind. And God says, my word... My words are plain and clear to anyone with half a mind. Amen? Amen? Come on. 
That's why sometimes I'm talking to people and they want to argue and debate different things. And you say, wait a minute, wait just a moment. Let me go get half of my brain removed. Let me go get a lobotomy so I can get on your level. Amen? Uh-huh. Well, don't be mean. I'm just saying, God says if you have half a brain, you can understand this. You can understand what I've written. Amen? But you see, God has a plan for you. Amen? And God has laid out His will in His Word. Hallelujah. So as you get a hold of His Word today, guess what? God's going to reveal some things to you. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, very important that we listen to God's Word. But let me just do this. As we go into the message this morning, I'm just going to open with prayer. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. For you are a good God and your mercy endureth forever. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God, that, hallelujah, if we just had half a brain, we can understand your word. That you would reveal your word for us. But we, hallelujah, have the mind of Christ. We are not limited in our thinking capacity because we have the mind of Christ today. That your word will be revealed to us. Holy Spirit, lead us in all truths. Help us to open up, that our spirits will be opened up, Lord God. That we put everything aside. We lay everything on the altar. Every situation, circumstance, every hardship, that we just turn away from it right this very moment. And we put our eyes and we seek you, Jesus. That our eyes are fixed and fastened on you, Jesus. And that you would reveal yourself in a big way to us today. I thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing. That even this morning... As people hear your word, Lord, even that the anointing will go forth to heal the sick, deliver the captive, people that are addicted, people that are caught up in a and have a mess of a life, Lord God. Today is a day of liberty and freedom. Today is a day of liberation. Because your anointing does not go forth without a cause and a purpose, but your anointing shall go forth this morning and set the captives free. And I thank you for it, for deliverance, for freedom. And Jesus, who you set free, is free indeed. Today is the day. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So God has a plan, amen. But you see, there's a cause. You say, well, why am I in this situation? Or why am I in this city? Or why am I in this place? I mean, you might even ask, why am I in this family? Amen? Come on. Why am I in this? Whatever it may be. Because God has put you there, has positioned you there, amen, for a cause, for a reason. Amen? And it is to not be complacent and compliant. It's not to be quiet. Amen? We no longer as the church can be the silent minority or the silent majority. Whatever you want to consider yourself part of. Amen? Amen. But I believe it to be the majority. Amen? Amen. But it's no longer to be silent. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. It is to be a voice like an oracle speaking the word of God. And God has put you in a place. Amen? You know, it's amazing to me because many people want to gather the church and pray. And pray for certain things. But really, if the church would only themselves just repent, amen, and just begin to pray and then begin to act, amen, isn't that right? I mean, come on, we've got to, we've got to do something about the situation. Isn't the situation, amen, when is it going to be dire enough for the church to get involved? When is it going to be too bad? I mean, you know, I'm reminded of Patrick Henry. Patrick Henry said, when are we going to fight? 
After they've taken our weapons away? After they've put us in shackles and bonds? Is that when we're going to fight? A hundred years from now, is that when we're going to respond? No. And that's why he says, give me liberty or give me death, but we must fight now before it's too late. Church, it's time to fight now before it's too late. Amen? And I say it's not too late. It's not over. It's not finished. That God will move upon this land one more time in a great way, but He's going to move through the church. He's going to move through the body of Christ, but it's a body of Christ that is not weak and feeble, but it is a body of Christ that is pure and holy and full of power and full of the anointing. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. That's what you are. You are a powerhouse of the Spirit of God. You are a powerhouse of God because you are the dwelling place of God. Not a brick and mortar church, a brick and mortar walls. Amen? Because the reality is many of those churches that have closed their doors, probably it would be better for them just to remain closed. Because church, it's time. Amen? It's time for those that are hungry and thirsty that say, just like the pilgrims came, were headed to a place called Cape Cod, but landed at a place called Plymouth Rock, that our rock is Jesus Christ. And just as they came and America was birthed, out of a hunger and out of a desperation to worship God freely, church, we're in the same boat. We're in the same situation. Amen? And we must worship God freely. And now is the time to worship Him in spirit and in truth, not just lip service. Amen? Say, calm down, Pastor. I say, no, I will not calm down. Amen? Come on. You say, you must be in a bad mood. No, I have joy. Amen? I mean, I'm full of joy. Hallelujah. But there are things trying to steal people's joy. And I'm not going to tolerate it. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. You cannot tolerate it in your life. Whatever it's coming. If sickness is coming, come into your life or come into your family's life. You say sickness, you've got to go. You will not steal my joy. You will not remove the anointing off my life. I will not be motivated by by fear or by doubt or by unbelief. But I'm going to be motivated by faith according to God's word. Says whatever I ask, I will have it and I'm going to have it. Amen. And I'm going to keep on asking until I get it. I mean, if if Noah could preach for 120 years and he never stopped, he said, there is a flood coming. There is a flood coming for 120 years. But he didn't stop. Amen? Hallelujah. Can you imagine if he stopped? If he just stopped preaching? If he stopped believing? If he just said, oh my goodness, 120 years? God, you ain't going to do this thing. There ain't no flood coming. What are you talking about? No, he preached for 120 years and he did not stop. He did not quit. Amen. Amen. And we're not going to stop and we're not going to quit. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Can you imagine if Moses just told the people, uh, the, the children of Israel that had been in bondage and had been in slavery for 400 years? Well, this is the rest. This is how it's going to be for the rest of existence. This is how it's going to be for the rest. Can you imagine what would have happened if Moses just said, Nope, you're in slavery, you're in bondage, and it's going to be that way for the rest of your life and your generations to come. I say no. Amen. Just like Moses said, set my people free. Amen. The people of God, you need to rise up because we're going to set some people free. You're going to be set free today. You're going to learn how to set people free today. Amen. And you're going to mobilize. Hallelujah. Moses didn't say, oh, well, it's 400 years. That's just the way it must be. No. 
God always has somebody that he has that is ready to rise up that says, I don't care what the enemy is doing. The enemy may have done it that way, may have been able to stop people, but they're not going to stop me. Amen? Amen. Come on, church. Hallelujah. I don't care if the enemy, I don't care if that's the way they do it. Things are changing today because it's my watch. Amen? And we will not allow hell to enlarge itself on our watch, church. Amen? Come on. Say, well, how do you know? How do you know the church will overcome? Because we are more than conquerors. Jesus has already conquered it. Amen? We just got to go in and claim it. Well, how do you know the church is going to make it? Because the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Amen? Come on. So what are you scared for? What are you scared about? Being thrown in prison? Being thrown in jail? Being your reputation ripped apart? I mean, my goodness, who cares? Amen? Hallelujah, because if you get thrown in prison, that's just an opportunity for those prison cell doors to be thrown wide open by an angel of the Lord that's set to sin. I mean, God will cause an earthquake to open the whole thing up. Amen? Come on. Can you imagine if Gideon just said, well, my goodness, I mean, I don't think so. I don't think we're going to set people free today. What God? I mean, the whole, everybody's gone. You left me with 300 people. There's no way. It's impossible. You see, those impossible situations are a setup of the divine kind that a miracle is going to happen. Amen? Come on. There was a desire in Gideon's heart to say enough is enough. Freedom is now. Liberty is now. Amen? Hallelujah. I mean, that's why. I mean, I'm just going to go back to John Hancock. We got to be like that. Where our signature is going to be the biggest. So that the enemy can see it. Because we are here to be a threat to the enemy. That's the moment. Come on. That's why when you get saved, when you get baptized in the Holy Ghost, when you come into a revelation of God's Word, when you're a man or a woman of faith, you pose a threat to the enemy. Amen? And the enemy is going to do everything to stop you. But the good news is, you've already won. Amen? Because Jesus has defeated the devil. And the bottom line is, the devil is ordained to be one place. And one place only. That is under your feet. Not over your head. Amen? Come on. Not in your home. Not in your body. Not in your finances. The devil is ordained by heaven to be one place and one place only, and that is under your feet, church. Amen? Amen. That's why we've got to see it and say it the way it is. Amen? Amen. Go with me to 1 Samuel 17. Amen? Just got to get my preach on this morning. Amen? Hallelujah. 1 Samuel 17, starting in, I'm going to read some several different verses here, so we'll go through it. It says, And he stood and cried unto the armies of Israel, and said unto them, let me just give you the scripture. Did I give you the scripture? I just started reading. I was testing you. See if you knew where I was. Amen? 1 Samuel 17, verses, let's read verses 8 through 10 first. And he stood... He being 
Goliath. And he stood and cried unto the armies of Israel, and said unto them, Why are ye come out to set your battle in array? Am not I a Philistine and ye servants to Saul? Choose you a man for you, and let him come down to me. If he be able to fight with me and to kill me, then will we be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then shall ye be our servants and serve us. And the Philistine said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. You know, isn't that the way it is now? I mean, you have Black Lives Matter out there. If you don't give us what we want, we're going to burn this thing down. We'll burn this country to the ground and we'll just replace it and change it. You see, the devil, the enemy always has strategies and ways to try to get you to surrender. We're going to be, you know, send me a man. Send me a man and and I'll be your servant. No, that's not the way it's going to work, devil, because guess what? We're not your servant. We're not the enemy's servant. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. That's why when they say, well, do this, do that. I mean, it's all really what you're seeing is it's just threatenings. Amen? They're breathing out threatenings against the church. That's what is happening. The enemy, that's all it is. Remember, the, the devil, he goes around like a roaring lion. He's not a lion. He goes around pretending to be a lion. He's just a lion imitator. Amen? But you see, the thing is, the church cannot just be an imitator, a fake, a fraud. It's time. Amen? Because the reality is, Goliath called out the children of Israel. He was saying, who's the fake and who's the real? We can look at it in our life. Who's the real Christian? Look, if you would be arrested... And put on trial for being a Christian. Would there be enough evidence to convict you? You see, this is what's happening now is. You can see the enemy. The enemy is looking to see who's a threat and who's not a threat. So you could say, well, God is shaking things. Absolutely, He is shaking things right now. But is He shaking you enough to get you up out of your seat? Amen? Is He shaking you enough so you'll get on your knees and pray? Is He shaking you enough so you'll get on your feet and begin to move according to the divine purpose and the divine will of God? Amen? See, there is a beautiful thing about free will. A beautiful thing about free will. It has to be tested. Amen? So choose you this day. Amen? Like Elijah. With the showdown of the prophets of Baal. Choose you this day. Amen? What opinion are you going to believe? Amen? Are you going to believe the opinions? Are you going to listen to the media? Are you going to listen to the media cartel that lies? Or are you going to believe the word of God, church? Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I even know churches. Churches that are actually... With the, th- with the uh, thermos, uh, thermometer, with the digital thermometer checking everybody that comes in to see if they have a temperature or not. If there's any temperature that needs to be checked today, it is your heart temperature. Are you a fire on hot for Jesus? Amen. Hallelujah. Not a physical temperature, but a spiritual temperature. Amen. You see how fake it is? You see how churches, I mean, my goodness. Church, 
Are you with me? Amen. Did I lose anybody along the way here? Amen. It's the temperature of our heart that needs to be checked and not the temperature of our forehead. If, you're a, if you have a fever, it should be a spiritual fever that's on fire and hot for Jesus. Amen. Come on. Not lukewarm. Because really, I mean, my goodness, we should get one. We should get a temperature check and we just, eh, lukewarm, eh, lukewarm, eh. Oh, pastor, but how are you going to determine that? Simple. We'll just open up to see how your giving is. We'll just, open, we'll just open up your finances and look at how your giving is. We'll just go and we'll just look and see what you're doing to help the poor and feed the needy. Amen? Come on. We're seeing what you're doing to win souls, to get the gospel out. Amen? Well, let's just, let's just really test. Come on, amen, church. Isn't that right? Amen. Thank God we've got the best givers there are. Amen. Thank God we've got people that are hungry and on fire for Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, we all, there comes a time where we need to check and test our temperature. Amen. Hallelujah. But you see where we've gone, church. But you see, the devil is like... There's a time to draw a line in the sand, church. Amen? That says no more. You see, what happened is, David saw Goliath. He saw him breathing out threatenings. He saw him, he would say these horrific things against the children of Israel. But like John Hancock, he says, I'm going to sign my signature the biggest. Amen? Amen. I'm going to step up to the challenge. Amen? Because the thing is, he is uncircumcised. He's not in covenant with my God, which is the true and living God. Amen? He recognized, first off, he didn't serve God. Amen? He served something. He served idols. He served pagan idols. He served the devil. But you see, church, do you know you're in covenant with God? Amen? If you do, why are you cowering? Amen? Look, and really, I'm not even really speaking a lot of this to you guys. Amen? That are brave enough to be here. Amen? Hallelujah. But I'm telling you, I'm going to speak it the way it is. Amen? Amen? I ain't going to mix words. Hallelujah. It's the way it is. And you got to see, there are issues, there are problems. But what are you going to do? Hide away? Wait for another stimulus check? Just going to hide away in your bedroom? No. Amen? Come on. You're rising up. Amen? You're rising up. It's time. So you can see. If he, in verse 9... Goliath says, if he be able to fight with me and to kill me, then will we, we will be your servants. You know, never negotiate with the enemy. Uh. This is not a negotiation. Amen? When David heard those words, he didn't go out there to say, okay, there might be a chance I'm going to lose. He never went into it half-hearted. Amen? Church, never go into things half-hearted. Isn't that right? That's right. You need to be all in. Hallelujah. You need to be all in. You go into it all the way with all your heart. Amen? He didn't even think that there's a chance that we're going to lose. He knew the God he served. And Amen. we could see. He said, I, 
I took out the bear. I took out the lion. Amen. And this uncircumcised Philistine is no different than that. Amen. Come on. You got to know who you are and you got to know the God you're ser- you serve. Amen. Because the word of God declares the people that know their God shall do exploits in his name. Amen. Not in your name. Too many people try to do it in their name. That's why they're failing. There's another name. His name is Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Never negotiate with the devil. Amen. If he be able to fight with me. Boy, you talk about Goliath. Was a, he was a cocky dude. He was an arrogant. He thought he was something special. He thought he was the mighty of mighty. Amen? But he had another thing coming. Amen? Because a little shepherd boy, full of faith, knowing who he is in God, was about to go out there with a slingshot and take down the biggest threat against all mankind of the time. Amen? A shepherd boy. You see, you don't need to be anything in the natural, but when you're big in the spiritual, when you're big in faith, get ready, God will use you to do mighty things that will confound the wise. Amen? Amen. Thank God He says that He uses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. He can use a foolish shepherd boy with a slingshot to kill the giant and a man of war. Amen? Boy, think about that. That sure confounded some people. How can you do it? Why? Because David had an intimate relationship with God. David was a praiser and a worshiper. David had a love relationship with God. Intimate. He knew his God. And he knew who he was in his God. Amen? Church, you don't know. I don't think many of us, amen, really know the depth of who we are. We don't really know the depth of what we have. Amen? When it comes to the anointing, church, you have not been anointed to sit in a pew and do nothing. The anointing doesn't make you look better, smell better, Smile bigger, amen, or do anything necessarily in the natural to the natural senses, amen. But it will change all nature, it will change everything in the physical realm because it changes it in the spiritual realm, amen. It is the supernatural power of God working through the church, hallelujah. You see, David knew he had something else, he had something different that Goliath did not have. He had something different that the Philistine army didn't have. He had the power of God. Amen? And that God was on his side. If God be for you, who can be against you? There is nothing that can stand against you, church. Amen? There is nothing that can come and stand against you. It might try, but it will be on its knees before it's over. Amen? Come on. So when you think that you're finished, you're in for, I've got good news. You're not. Amen? 
But you're on the threshold of a miracle. You're on the threshold of a breakthrough. Amen? Hallelujah. I'll tell you what, it might look a certain way in America, but don't be fooled. Amen? Because the wheels of justice are grinding. They might grind slow, but they are grinding. And people are about to be held accountable for treasonous acts against Americans and against the American way of life. Get ready, church. Get ready. Amen. Come on. It might look like our freedoms and liberties are at stake, which they are. But there is a move of God that is coming that is about to sweep across the nation and is going to sweep across the world. Amen. And it will be and it will ring as freedom rings. Amen. But it is a move of God, a moving of the spirit that cannot be stopped by anyone or anything. Amen. Get ready, church. Get ready because God is breathing upon the church that is going to awaken and come alive and come be revived. Amen. And is going, you're going to see a great spiritual awakening in this nation and in this land that will go to the four corners of the world. Amen. With powerful preaching and demonstration. But God says, is there not a cause? This is the cause. And it is the ringing of the salvation bell that Jesus Christ shall save and deliver and set free. There is going to be mass movings of healings. There's going to be mass movings of baptism in the Holy Spirit. There's going to be mass movings of deliverance, chains and bondages and being set free from drugs and alcohol, from pornography, from every wicked thing that might try to stick its head up shall be defeated and overcome by the church. Amen. Amen. But it's a church that's full of power, the church that begins to act and move. Amen. But the breath of God is about to breathe on the church. Amen. But he's looking for a real church. He's looking for somebody that says, I will commit myself to you completely, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I hear the sounds of freedom ringing. Amen. I hear the sound of liberty ringing. Amen. You shall hear it from the rooftops. You shall hear it from the mountaintops. Get ready, church. We're taking a stand. We are taking a stand. We are taking a stand. And we shall see the tides of the enemies be pushed back. Amen. It is going to be pushed back in Jesus' name. We push back every plan of the enemy. I put a restraining order on the devil today. And I push you back. Even the wicked plan of the globalists, the Illuminati, the satanic worshipers, you're going to be pushed back. You will be destroyed. You shall be overcome by the power of God moving through the church. The globalists think that they are overcoming. They're rapidly, they're like in high speed mode, putting in their next phase and their next phase. They shall be set hundreds of years. Amen? It's all beginning to unravel. But it's a church that's real and a church that is alive that will overcome. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So you can see this Philistine defying the army of God. God has raised up an army. And he continues to raise up an army for him. Amen? Amen. God's army will overcome. Amen? Amen? God's army. 
is being raised up. And you're about to see a great move of God and a harvest of souls and a deliverance of the captive. Amen. And, and healing come to the sick. Hallelujah. This wicked corona is about to be destroyed. Amen. Amen. had too much power in a free nation. Too much power in a church. Amen? In the body of Christ. That's right. In churches across America, in people's life, it's had too much power. Yes. And you say, why? Why, has it, why, has, why does it have too much power? Because it's been given too much power. And it's about to come to an end. Look, I can tell you, I mean, you look at everything that the left touches, the left destroys. They defy the workings of God. They defy God Himself. And they're about to be put in their place. Yes. That their mouths shall be shut. They shall not spew out garbage and lies anymore. There's a whole shifting that's going to come even in the media. There's an awakening that's coming to America like America has never seen. I'm here to tell you, get ready, because there is a... Those that have gone on before us in heaven, there is a host of heaven looking over the banisters, and they're cheering you on. They're about to witness... Even things in their time, it will make look little. Because of what God's going to do is going to be big. It is going to be huge. It is going to be the biggest moving of the Spirit. It is, I'm talking about a latter rain, pouring, flooding, that is about to happen. Get ready, church. But you've got to make a decision. Because it is the beauty of free will. It must be tested. How are you going to sign your name? I'm going to sign it big so the enemy can see it. And he'll see it first. You know, great friend of mine, great pastor, he posted, put a video out. Go check it out on uh, worldimpactnews.net. Solid proof. COVID-19 cases. Extremely Inflated, lay out all the proof on it. Well, he put it out on some different pages. You know, and he, he texts me and he says, I did this. You think it's going to cause trouble? I'll remove it. Like I welcome the trouble. Amen? Because I ain't got no trouble. I got faith. Amen? Amen? Amen. Haters are my motivators. Amen? Amen. Come on. People make comments and do things. I laugh. I sit back. I just crack up and laugh. Because that's all they have. Yet they have no proof. They have no spine. They wouldn't even enter into a debate. Amen? But I was reminded of 1 Kings 18.17. Let's just go there. (laughs) And I told him this. 
says, And it came to pass when Ahab saw Elijah, and Ahab said unto him, Art thou he that troubleth Israel? Amen. So you better believe it. I'm going to cause trouble. Amen. Trouble for the devil. Trouble for the enemy. Amen. Come on. You see, that's the attitude we must have. Doesn't matter. Do your best. You uncircumcised Philistine. You uncircumcised idol-worshiping devil. Amen. Come on. Because I serve God Almighty. Amen. I serve God Almighty. Hallelujah. And I know I have brothers and sisters in Christ that are standing and rising up. Amen. For this is the hour, church. This is the hour to stand. This is the hour to rise up. Amen. Amen. But can you see? Are you the one? Ahab goes to Elijah. Are you the one causing all this trouble? Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. My signature is the biggest. So the devil, so the enemy can see it. Amen. Come on. Your life, when you wake up in the morning to when you go to sleep, even in your sleep, the devil is quaking in fear. When you wake up, the alarm bell should be going off in hell that you're awake. Amen, church? Yes. Why? Because you're wreaking havoc on the camp of the enemy. But it takes you to get outside the four walls of your comfort zone to get and go and attack the enemy. You know, I said this before. I said, you know what? Yeah, the devil might get him some blows. But I'm going to be the first to strike. Amen? Amen. And I will be the last to strike in victory. You see, church, that's how we have to have. We have to have a heart that is resolute. Knowing who you are. Knowing what you have. Knowing who is on your side. And it is God Almighty. Amen. And He is not slack with His blessings. He is not slack. His hand can go where the, man, the hand of man cannot go. Amen. His hand reaches far. His hand reaches powerfully. So yeah, we're going to cause the trouble. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why you see, my goodness, what what is up with all this? I mean, now they want to destroy and deface Mount Rushmore. George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, and Teddy Roosevelt. Now they want to deface it. They want to deface every monument. You know, I'm just wondering. You know, I mean, now you can't even have a certain syrup because there was an image on the syrup yeah. of somebody's face who is a real person. Mm-hmm. A real person that now they have dishonored and disgraced. Is it just me? I mean, so I just, I just get this clear. It's like images or resemblance of faces on just pretty much anything. That's racism. I'm just trying to get it figured out here. Is it like, is it just in general, if, if there's a likeness or an image of somebody's face on a particular product, is it just racist to do that in general? Or is it only certain items? I'm just wondering. Just asking for a friend. It, or is it only just syrup bottles, football helmets, 
sides of mountains, certain pieces of iron. Just asking for a friend. Amen? Come on. It's like it's ridiculous. It's utter ridiculous. It's craziness. It is absurd. They are lunatics. Mad, raving lunatics. If you want to see what somebody looks like that is possessed by the devil, that is what these rioters are. They are possessed by the devil. That's what a full manifestation of someone that is demon-possessed looks like. Amen? If somebody would go and scream, scream at a police officer, we support the men and women in blue. Yes. We support our military. We support our law enforcement. Every arm, every wing. Amen? Come on. Because we must have law and order in this nation. You see, it's the very thing that law and order is being come against. That's why they want to defend. I mean, uh, that's why we must defend the police when they want to defund it. Why? Because they're pushing for a lawless nation. That's why they want open borders. Look, I'm, I will remind you of history and history. Maybe it doesn't always repeat itself, but it sure rhymes a lot of the time. Amen? Wherever there is mass immigration, there is mass abortion. You know, they say George Floyd and they hold up posters... I can't breathe. How about the millions of baby that can't, babies that have been aborted that cannot breathe either? Come on, church. It's time to take a stand. So it's time. I see it. I see a wave. I just see it. I see it in the Spirit. I see a wave of a movie like no other movie on the face of the planet. Amen? It's a wave of the church full of the Holy Ghost. Amen? It's a wave of mighty signs and wonders. It's a wave of healing. It's a wave of miracles. It's a wave of deliverance. It's a wave of bondage and chains being broken and everything being destroyed by the anointing. It's a wave. It's a wave of God's Spirit moving. Get ready. Get ready. You see what happened in California? Newport Beach, California. The waves come in and flood the city. Get ready. There's spiritual tsunamis that are coming. Amen? Spiritual tsunamis. So go with me back to 1 Samuel. So you can see they're trying to defy. Goliath is defying God's people, God Himself. That's why they're trying to take and remove the they remove the try to take the Ten Commandments out of courtrooms. Prayer out of school. They make wicked and perverse things legal. Just because it's legal doesn't mean that it's righteous and moral and holy. Doesn't mean that it's good. Amen? Just because it's on the law books doesn't mean that it's right. Amen? That's why we must see these things repealed, reversed, removed. Because it's those things that are destroying the very fabric of America. It's those immoral acts and immoral behaviors 
and different things that are allowed to exist as millions of babies are killed each year. Do you understand? It's time to turn. Turn from our ways, church. Turn from complacency. Turn from being comfortable. Amen? Turn. And turn to God with all our hearts. Hallelujah. They're defying. Openly. Openly defy. You know, it's funny because the left, I'm just going to say this with the whole George Floyd thing. They don't even know his name. Demon Pelosi called him George Kirby. Schumer called him George Taylor. And then called him, oh, sorry, no, I mean Floyd Taylor. They don't even know. They put on their fake faces. They're fake. They don't know. They don't have a heart for anybody. They've lost their hearts. They've lost their souls. They've lost their way. Amen? Church, it's time. I'm telling you, it's an opportunity, church. It's an opportunity. And they don't even get me. Here we are, Independence Weekend. You know, and they're presenting his his brother with a flag like he died like a military. No, they presented him with a flag. Who saw that? Pelosi. Gives him a flag in honor of his life. Like he died for our country. They've turned it into a whole wicked, perverted mess, you see. Go look it up. Go to blacklivesmatter.com. Go click on donate. Go see where the money goes. Act blue. What's act blue? It's a pack for the Democratic Party. It goes to put in Democrats into power. Progressives into power. That's what it goes to. It doesn't go to any black people. It doesn't go to any hurting community. It goes to elect people that are perverted and wicked and corrupt. That's what it is. Go look at it. Look, look at it for yourself. Go research it. Act blue. That's where the money goes to. They're raising millions and millions and millions of dollars. Why? To put more oppressive people, Democrats, people on the left, liberals, progressives, socialists, to put them into power, to control and manipulate, and to kill more people. They are corrupt, America. They are corrupt, church. You've got to do the research yourself. Amen? If I have to be the one to tell you, I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to hide it. Amen? It is corrupt. Go look at it on your own. You can go see it. It's the enemy defying. The enemy wants to defy America, what America stands for. By the way, this whole face mask thing, I just got to say this. This is more for churches and pastors. Uh, Go read the executive order Greg Abbott put out. Houses of worship does not apply to you. Go read. It's, it's number nine. Does not apply to any person. Amen? Engaged in worship. Or a house of worship. Or any religious service. That's what it says. It uses the term religious service. Does not apply. See, and we have our constitutional rights too. Amen? Come on. Amen. We've got to take a stand, church. 
Hallelujah. But let's go to 1 Samuel, verse 29. 1 Samuel 17. Before I go to 29, I'm going to read 26. And David spake to the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine? And taketh away the reproach from Israel. For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? That's the same position we should take. Who does he think they are? Who do these people think they are on Capitol Hill? Who do these people think they are sitting in county buildings and city buildings that our tax dollars pay for? Who do they think they are that they can do this? Who does anybody, they sit in their ivory towers, who do they think they are? They did not give us our rights, they cannot take them away. Amen? Amen. Amen. God has given us freedom and liberty. He has set us free by the power of His Son dying and resurrecting by God's power to set human you, you, uh, mankind free. Yes. It's going to say humankind. Amen. Hallelujah. You see? Who do they think they are? Amen. But the reality is, it has to be a reflection of who you are. You, you, you know, it's amazing because just like birds of a feather flock together. You see, people will flock into these situations, into these things. Why? Because maybe they relate. Maybe there's something similar. Amen? Mm-hmm. Hello? Amen? Isn't that right? You see people where they just, no. We're not going to, who you think you are? Amen? But it's knowing who you are first. That's it. David knew who he was. That's why he put into question, who does this guy think he is? Amen? Amen. Because I know who I am. Amen? But now let's get to verse 29. 1 Samuel 17 verse 29 says, And David said, What have I now done? Is there not a cause? Amen? Amen. Is there not a cause? That's what I ask you today, church. That's what I ask you today, body of Christ. That's what I put out over the airwaves, amen? Even as coming later on, maybe in a podcast or the video as the replay happens of this, I ask you, is there not a cause, amen? Is there not a cause, church? There is a cause. And because of that, we should be rising up. We cannot be comfortable in our chairs any longer, amen? We cannot be comfortable just sitting quiet, allowing it to happen. Enough is enough. It's time to rise up, amen? Amen. It's time to defend what we have been given by God. These are our God-given rights. Amen? Amen. Is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? David said, what have I now done? Is there not a cause? It says in verse 30, And he turned from him toward another and spake after the same manner. And the people answered him again after the former manner. Isn't it amazing? See, he kept, he kept going. He kept, 
You know, really, and this message should challenge you this morning, amen? Because it is God, just like David, he went to another one and another one and another one. Is there not a cause? 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 You see, he turned to people. Is there not a cause? He was trying to see if anyone agreed with him. Would anyone stand with him? Amen? God is asking you this morning, will you stand for me? Amen? Come on. God wants to know whose side you're on. Hallelujah. Because there is a cause. It is the cause of God. It is the heavenly mandate. You have mandates that are given to you, that are assigned to you. Look, church, you are on assignment. That's why you're here. Amen? That's why you're here. That's why you're listening to this this morning. Amen? So that you can be equipped by God to fulfill the assignment. Amen? And I tell every single one of you that are watching and listening, and everyone that is here as I look you in the eyes, that you shall fulfill what God has called you to do. What He has ordained already in the heavens for you to fulfill shall be fulfilled. And He is equipping you. Even now, yes. He has anointed you for such a time as this. Yes. Amen? You see, David was already anointed for the cause. Yes. God just had to get him there. Did he go there to fight? No. He went there to bring some food to his brothers. He didn't go there for a fight. Amen? But I'll tell you what. Righteous people. God will send righteous people. Amen. In this hour, He's raising them up. He has prepared them for the fight. Amen. Because it is a good fight of faith. Amen. There is a fight. But the good news is, Jesus has already won. Amen. Amen. Jesus has already won. God is on your side. But see, He went around. He turned to another Is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? Whose side are you on? Amen? Whose side? Do you see it? Do you see see the truth? Do you see what's happening? Are you going to tolerate? Are you going to sit around and tolerate this to happen? I'll tell you what. No, there are people. Amen? Hallelujah. That God has prepared and raised up for this time. You are handpicked. Whoo! Think about that. That should blow your mind. You say, all this stuff's going on. Oh my goodness, all this thing's happening. No, it's exciting, amen? Because God handpicked you to live in this time to see miracles and signs and wonders to turn this thing around, amen? Not to be trodden down or to be overcome by it, but to rise up and defeat it, amen? To rise up and overcome it, hallelujah. Hallelujah. God didn't save you so that you could die. God didn't save you so you could be defeated. God didn't say, amen, come on. God saved you for a reason. There is a purpose. Amen? Handpicked. In time, you look at time, you look, oh my goodness, what, how could we have gotten around this? What could we have done to divert this? But you know what? It doesn't matter. It matters what we do now. The choices we make now. How we choose to exercise our free will now. Amen? That's what matters. It's a matter of what you do now. Hallelujah. 
It matters how you're going to move forward now. Amen? That's what matters. Because God has prepared people. Amen? That will say, I'm going to stop this. I'm going to come against this. I'm going to overcome this. I'm going to defeat this. But it won't be by might or power. It will be by the Spirit of God. Amen? Hallelujah. It will be by His anointing. For He has anointed you. Amen? Who knows that this morning? Amen? Yes. Come on. Who just senses that anointing right now? Who senses the anointing? Hallelujah. To do something about it. Who knows that that anointing that God has given you. Amen. Who knows that it's for now. Amen. Who knows. Like something. Like there's a holy indignation. Something is rising up on the inside of you saying. We've got to do something. Amen. I can't just be quiet. Oh maybe I can't do this. I can't make a comment. I can't say that. No. You're a voice. Amen. For God, speak His word. Begin to speak His word in boldness. Don't let back. Don't let down. Amen? Now go with me and we'll, we'll start closing with this. Amen? Verse 36 and 37. We're still in 1 Samuel 17. It says, Thy servant slew both. See, here's Saul sending for David. Amen? Because he heard... Of all the army, there was somebody, one. One that knew who he was. One that said, I'm going to do something about it. Amen? And this is David's response. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. David said moreover. The Lord that delivereth me out of the paw of the lion. And out of the paw of the bear. He will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David. Go and the Lord be with you. I'm here to tell you it's time church and God is with you. Amen. You know it's amazing how they hate Trump. But I will say this. Trump is your president. You woke up today. Who saw the speech he did at Mount Rushmore? Whoo! Personally, one of the best I thought he gave. How he broke down the lives of those faces that are carved into the side of the mountain. Amen? Here is the reality. For us Americans, there is a heritage that we have and a legacy that we have. One, from being Americans. But more importantly, for being the church. There is a legacy. I will tell you, history is about to be written. Amen? You know, there's a story. I think Napoleon said it. History is is written by the winners. Church, we are about to write history. Because we are going to win. We are going to overcome. Amen? Amen. The question is, you even that are watching and listening, 
will your name be written in history? And what will be said of your name? What will be said of you? Will it be said that you are a defender of freedom? Will it be said that you are a defender of the gospel of Jesus Christ? Will it be said, amen, that you were bold? What will be said? This is a mark in history that will be left. But it will be the church. And I believe this with every fiber of my being. I just, I just, it's like I could see it in the spirit. Amen. That it is the church that will write history. These, because you see, there's a time coming, obviously. I'm not just talking about the history books that are here upon the earth. But there is a time coming in heaven, amen, where it says that all the books will be opened, amen. And it will be said of what you've done. It's time, church, amen. I'm not going to get to heaven and find Stephen and say, you did more. I'm not going to get and go to those. Even Elijah and said, you did more. I'm going to say in my time, just as you called down fire, Elijah, I called down fire. Amen? Because all you're seeing right now, church, this is what you're seeing. You're seeing just like at the showdown of the prophets of Baal, that's all that's happening. Because why? Because they're demonic. These people running around have gotten to the point of desperation because you see their God does not answer. He does not answer by fire. Amen. But our God answers by fire. And He's about to pour out His fire, His anointing, fresh oil upon the church. Amen. Amen. Come on, church. But see, they got to a point, those prophets of Baal, where they cut themselves. They cut themselves. That's all they're doing. That's why they're acting. That's why you see sheer craziness in Seattle and other places. That's all it is. It's the enemy in desperation. Because the enemy is getting nowhere. So they're cutting themselves. That's why they get more radical. Because they're getting nowhere. Amen. That's good news. Look, I'm here to give you good news. They are getting nowhere. They will get nowhere. They're just cutting themselves. That's all they're doing. Because they're desperate. They don't, they don't have the answer. They don't have a clue. They're empty and void. That's why they act the way they act. But church, guess what? It's our time. It's our time, amen? We're about to to rebuild the altar, amen? We're about time, hallelujah, to pour out that water upon the altar, amen? Which is the finance, the end time harvest. Elijah didn't pour that water So it would look like, oh, he just started the fire with the match. No. He poured that water out because it's what was precious. They were in a drought. And I believe I see that happening as the church begins to pour out. I mean, we're going to fund this thing. We're going to fund the end time harvest. Amen? Come on. But we're rebuilding that altar. Amen? And that's what I see. I see the church. That even through the ashes and through this, this is what's happening. That the church is going to be rebuilt. I'm talking about the true body of Christ. That this thing might have been used 
And you know what? In a good way to bring down denominations and denominational walls and denominational structures and to reveal it and to unravel it. Amen? Come on. Because we need to unite as the body of Christ. Not as a denomination. Not as an opinion. Not as some doctrine. But the doctrine of Jesus Christ preaching the adulterated word of God. Amen? Not mixing it with man's own thoughts and opinions. But keeping it the way it is. Amen? So it's time, amen, that the church is going to rebuild. I see it happening. That the church is going to stand together. The church is going to rebuild. I'm talking about the body of Christ rebuilding and uniting. And guess what? The fire of God is falling. Amen? Falling upon the church. Falling upon the people of God. Get ready, church. There is a bad, it's going to burn up everything. Amen? Of the enemy. And it will leave it desolate. Amen? But you, you'll go into places and you'll be like an oasis. Amen? In the middle of a desert. There might be nothing there. There might be famine and destruction. But get ready, church. You are going to rise up in power and you'll see. Mighty things happen. Miracles happen. Signs and wonders happen. Amen? You're going to see it happen. Amen? The church is going to flourish. The church is going to be alive. A vibrant, life-giving place. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what God's doing. So don't worry. Amen? It's time. And you're going to be involved. Amen? Amen. You're going to be involved. Because God does this great work. Amen? It's about our time. Amen? Amen? It's the church's time. This is the hour of the church. Amen? These are the days of the Holy Ghost. And these are the days of the church. Amen? Amen? Empowered by the Holy Ghost. So get ready. The altar, it's being set up. It's about You're about to see it happen where it's already being set up. Because they are yelling, cutting themselves. But it's about to come to an end and it's going to be us. Amen? Amen. As the altar is rebuilt. Amen? And the fire of God falls. Get ready, church. Amen? I feel that fire even falling right now. Just put out your hands to heaven. Amen? Hallelujah. Just call upon the name of Jesus right now as the fire of God falls upon you now. God is equipping you. He has prepared you for such a time as this. Amen? Those things that have been hindering you, they come now to an end. They cease to exist. By the fire of God, the fire of God now destroys everything. It burns up the chaff and those things that have been holding you back. Those things shall hold you back no more. You will no longer identify with those things. In the name of Jesus, I see restoration happening. I see reconciliation happening. I see things happening in the spiritual. Get ready. There is a flood of the Spirit coming upon the body of Christ. For such a time as this, it's coming. Hallelujah. It's coming. Those things that have been holding you back. Maybe there is, you've been plagued with something. You've been sick. You've been tired. You are about to be set free. Those things are going to be broken off your life. Right now, I break them off your life in Jesus' name. I break every sickness and disease. I break every attack of the enemy off your life. In the name of Jesus, I break it off. I set you free this morning. The doctor may have told you you're not going to live. The doctor may have given you your death sentence and you're not going to live. It might be weeks, it may be months. I break every lie 
and you shall live. You shall live and you shall not die. That death sentence is broken off your life in Jesus' name. You shall live. You shall not die. Every sickness, every disease, everything that's holding you back. Get ready. Hallelujah. Because even you. That feel old. And feeble. You shall return to your youth. The strength. The, I mean, I just feel that now. Hallelujah. Just that, it's like a, a, a wind of God blowing right now. A wind of God. I can feel the wind of God blowing. You shall be returned to like when you were young. You shall have the stamina and the energy. You shall have the strength. Hallelujah. Just like in your youth. Hallelujah. As even the wind of God now blows upon. That's right. You that are watching and you're listening. You can feel that. You feel the wind of heaven blowing upon you. Blowing upon you now. Those desires in your heart shall be fulfilled. For God has put them there. For such a time as this, they shall be fulfilled. Hallelujah. They shall be fulfilled in Jesus' name. I just feel the wind of heaven blowing right now. The wind, just catch it. Get caught up in the wind. Get caught up in the wind. Because it's no more time being down. Hallelujah. But it's time to soar. Hallelujah. It's not so much about the left and the right. It's about the up and the down. And I'm here to proclaim to you today, you are going up and only up. You are the head and not the tail. You are going over and never beneath. Amen. Hallelujah. For Jesus, it goes before you. He goes before you and makes the crooked path straight. He flanks you on all sides. He is your rear guard. And get ready because favor, favor, favor as the wind of God. I, I sense that now the wind of God blowing on people's life. Favor. Favor is increasing in your life. You will go to places and do things that you could do it no other way. No amount of money will take you there or could have taken you there. It, no, even not even a connection with a certain person can take you there. But the favor of God will take you there. It is the God connection. It is the divine connection. And that is what's going to take you there. You are going to new places and to new heights. In Jesus' name. That's it. The wind of heaven blowing now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. Energy. Health. Strength. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Just begin to praise Him right now. Begin to thank Him for it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's like a jogger that runs. Have you ever been a runner? Where you run and you run and you run and you're getting tired and you're getting weak. But then you get your second wind. It is like a second wind. It is the wind of heaven blowing upon you now. Amen. You're getting that second wind. And it's going to carry you. It will carry you to the end. You will endure to the end. Amen. There is nothing that's going to be able to stop you. Hallelujah. Because the wind of heaven will carry you there. The wind of heaven will carry you through. Amen. The wind of heaven will be released through your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see the storm? Oh, who cares about the storm? Jesus, just like He spoke to the storm, peace be still. You see, it's the wind of heaven that's in you that is greater than the storm that is around you. And you're about to speak to that storm. And that storm will come to nothing. That storm will calm and be quiet. I speak to the storms out there. I speak to chaos. I speak to all these things, every tactic, every assignment, everything that the enemy is doing. I say, peace be still. Devil, shut your mouth. Enemy, shut your mouth. I'll put a restraining order on you and I silence you now. You will be dumb and mute, you foul spirit. 
You shall speak lies no more. I come against you in the name of Jesus. I come against you in the name of Jesus. Right now, I destroy you. I destroy you. I break you. I loose you. You have no control over anyone's life, any city's life, any state's life, any nation's life. You will not come against America. You have been destroyed. You have been you were overcome. You were defeated by Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is king. Just like our founding fathers of this nation, as they said that we will no longer serve a king. We will no longer serve the government and the government will not have any control over us. I've never served the government and I never will. And the government will not have control over us. We do not serve any other king but the king of kings. Jesus Christ. He is the Lord of lords. We don't need another king. We have a king. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to speak some serious business to people right now. Maybe you that are watching or listening, you that are here, you have never asked Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior. Today is a day of salvation. God has a plan for your life. He does not want you to go to a devil's hell. It is God's will that not one perish, but all come to repentance. Jesus died 2,000 years ago for you, my friend. So you don't have to go to a devil's hell. But God wants to use you. You want to be on the losing army or the winning side? You want to be on the losing side or the winning side? The winning side is God's side. Amen. And he is calling you now. Today is the day of salvation. Don't put this off. If you do business with God, God will do business with you. So there is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. You make the decision. That's the beauty of free will. It is your choice. It's not God's choice. God has never sent anyone to hell. People have made the choice to go there. So if you've never asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, today is the day of salvation. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray with and for you this morning. Amen. But I want to speak to a whole other category of people. People that you were saved at one time. You were born again at one time, but you're backslidden. You know you walked away from God. You allowed things to come into your life. Things that were hidden, things that were public. It doesn't matter. They took you out of the will of God. You are not serving God. You know right now, on a scale of one to five, five being on fire and hot for Jesus and winning souls, you know you're no longer a five. Then I want to pray with and for you this morning. No matter what it is, no matter what took you out, God's going to bring you back in. And he brings you back in the same way. Hallelujah. The same way. Through his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No other name but the name of Jesus can a man be saved. Amen. Jesus is the way to the Father. He's the only way. So it's time to turn your back. Turn your back on sin. Turn your back. You've done, yeah, you served God, then you went away from God, but now he's calling you back in. It's time, hallelujah, to come back. Just like the prodigal son. He's calling you home. Amen. Come on. I speak that and declare that even over family members. Amen. Hallelujah. They're coming back. They're coming back. This is the time. They're coming back to Jesus. And they're going to fall in love with Jesus all over again. And they're going to have a beautiful relationship and they're going to endure to the end. And if that's you, no matter what it is, it could be a storm, it could have been a freight train from hell, it could have been something that came in and totally rocked your world. But today is the day to come back to Jesus, to serve Jesus, to surrender to Jesus. Amen? And turn your back on that thing that's got you out of God's will. But thirdly, I want to speak to people as well. 
that the devil's been lying to you. The devil's telling you you're not saved. You're not going to heaven. Those lies will be broken off. Those are lies from the pit of hell. The devil is the author of lies. And you are not going to believe those lies after this moving forward. Amen. From this day forward, you will not believe those lies. So if you fit into one of those categories, I want to pray with and for you right now. This is so important and so critical. Do this now and do it out loud. Repeat it after me. Out loud, but believe it in your heart. Amen. And something's about to happen in your life. You're about to become a new creation in Christ Jesus. Amen. And everything old, everything that's been holding you back, it will be no more. Amen. It'll be broken off your life. Hallelujah. So say this prayer. Out loud. Believe it in your heart. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. Set me free. Thank you, Jesus, that you died for me. I believe you have risen from the dead. And that one day you are coming back again for me. The same power and by the same spirit that raised you from the dead, Jesus... Endure me with that power. I'm ready for service. I'm ready to be used by you. Help me. Lead me. Guide me. Use me. Fill me now. I surrender my life completely to you, Lord Jesus. And I thank you for saving me, for filling me, and for using me. In Jesus' name, name. amen and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. As you prayed that prayer, you are a child of God. And God has handpicked you for such a time as this. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Were you blessed this morning? That's what was on my heart. You want to see it? It's in my notes. Right there. 1 Samuel. 1 Kings. <laughs> Glory to God. You say, was this, was this sermon scripted? Absolutely, by the Holy Ghost. Yes. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. Well, we're going to give everyone an opportunity to give. Do what God tells you to do. Be obedient. Amen? Many people want to eat the good of the land, but they're not willing and obedient. You must be willing and obedient, and you'll eat the good of the land. Amen? Hallelujah. I don't know. I'm just stirred up this morning. Amen? Look, I, I could see it. I, it's almost like in the spirit, it's almost like the tide is being pushed back. Like the tide is turning. It's like it's totally, get ready. This whole thing's about to be reversed. Everything. Yes. Amen? Amen? And that means in the area of your finances. Amen? Look, the economy and everything that it's done and everything that this whole deception and this pandemic, pandemic. Whatever you want to label it, amen, has done, the church is going to come out on top. Amen? amen. It will not. You say, oh, well, the, people are like, oh, well, the economy and all of this. No, it won't apply to you, believer. Amen? amen? It won't apply to you. There might be a famine going on in the land, but you're going to have plenty. Amen? And you're going to have plenty to give to others. Amen? amen. You're going to feed other people. For your jar and your meal, amen, will not go dry. Hallelujah. Why? Because you're a giver. Amen. So do what God has instructed you to do. 
your tithes, your offerings. Amen. Hallelujah. What God instructed you to do. Be obedient. Amen. It's the willing and obedient to eat the good of the land. Amen. So if you have your tithes, your offering, hold them in your hand. I'm going to pray over them. Thank you, Lord God, that you bless this seed. That in this seed you've put power to multiply. That you're not a God of division and not a God of subtraction. But you are a God of multiplication. The seed shall multiply, Lord God. Even those that are watching and listening, they're going to act right now. They're going to give like they never gave before. They're going to get involved, Lord God. I believe that this message has impacted their lives and will impact their lives going forward. And they want to show you today, Lord God, and every day moving forward, that they're going to honor you in every area, and that's included in their finances. They're going to honor you, Lord God. They're going to give their very best. And they're going to be obedient. And they're going to be willing. And they will eat the good of the land. There was a harvest coming their way because they acted in obedience. I break that fear off your life. You will have plenty the moment that you obey. If you want lack, don't give. But if you want plenty, give. Because the breakthrough is in your hands. I'm speaking to people out there. All over. See the breakthrough is in your hand. Just like the widow woman. She didn't have but enough meal and oil. For her and her son's last meal. But when she gave to the man of God. See it's like she was given to God. She was putting her trust in God. Not in man. Not in what she had in her hand. But She put her trust in God. And as you act today in obedience, and you do it by faith, you're honoring God and you're proving to Him that He is your source and supply. And get ready. Your jars, your oil, hallelujah, your meal, your cabinets, your refrigerator, your deep freeze, your bank account, hallelujah, your gas tank, your your closets, and your wardrobes. Every single area of your life shall be abundant hallelujah for God is an abundant God he doesn't just give you a little to where you just get by but there's going to be surplus in your life hallelujah I speak it I declare it over your life now as you're giving in obedience in Jesus name amen and amen go ahead do it do it quick amen hallelujah and now give it an assignment attach your faith your faith amen hallelujah Will you bless this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now we're going to take communion together. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to ask my beautiful wife, Pastor Gloria, come up, pray over the bread. Pray over the bread, sweetheart. Hallelujah. And then I'll pray over the cup. Amen. When you're ready, you that are watching and listening, get you some bread. Get you some juice. Partake with us. Amen. Because we do this in remembrance of what Jesus accomplished. And he said, as often as you do it, do it in remembrance of me. So we remember Jesus and what he's done. Amen. So hold up the bread. And then Pastor Gloria, pray over it. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus, for your body that was broken for us. 
your body that was broken for us, that we may walk in perfect divine health. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. We are blessed. Healing is the children's bread, and we thank you, Lord, that there's no plague that can touch our bodies, can touch our minds, our heart, our soul. We are, we are blessed from the top of our head to the soles of our feet, and we thank you. So right now, go ahead and receive it yes. and, and receive your healing. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, take the cup. Hold it up. Thank you, Jesus, that you poured out your blood, that you shed your blood so we can be set free, that we were ransomed with the high price, that you paid Jesus. Your blood is priceless. Therefore, people are priceless because you bought and paid for us. We thank you, Jesus, that you... Did not do it. It wasn't taken from you. You didn't. It wasn't by accident. But you gave your life freely. You said freely. You can lay down your life freely. You can pick it up again. And you gave your life freely. So that we can live. And live in freedom. Free from bondage. Free from sin. Free from shame. Free from guilt. As your blood washes and cleanses. We are spotless. There is no guilt. There is no shame. There is no condemnation. There is no judgment. Only the judgment of righteousness. For we are made righteous because of your blood. We are made holy because of your blood. And we are set free. And who you set free is free indeed Jesus. And we are set free by your blood. We're washed, cleansed, sanctified. And we thank you for that. Also the blood of Jesus protects. That your blood protects us. See what you purchased. You now own and you protect. We are yours. And you are ours. We honor you today, Jesus. We remember what you did and accomplished on the cross, in the grave, and in your resurrection, and in your ascension. We thank you that we are free, and we shall live free. And we shall be freedom fighters fighting for the real cause. And it's because of the power of the blood that we're able to do it and fulfill it and overcome. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Go ahead and take it. Hallelujah. Thank you, sweetheart. Wonderful, wonderful prayer. Pastor Gloria, such a wonderful woman of God, amen, very committed. She does a lot, a lot of stuff behind the scenes, a lot of things that people don't even know or see, amen, hallelujah, and she's a huge blessing, amen, hallelujah. Who loves Pastor Gloria, amen, hallelujah, I'm blessed with, I mean, where do I start, beautiful, wonderful, sweet, but bold. Amen? Amen? I mean, Pastor Gloria is super sweet, but she is bold. Recently had somebody, she was with the boys at Chick-fil-A, and they, some guy hit the car. You know? She said, she doesn't even know how she got out of the car. The guy wouldn't get out of the car. She went and got, we confronted him. You're going to get out? I mean, she was as bold as a lion. The kids were like, whoa, mom. Amen? Come on. She's... So sweet. At the same time, she's like a mama bear. Amen? She take care of business when you've got to take care of business. Amen? So I'm blessed and you all are blessed. Anyone that knows her, you are blessed to have her in your life. Amen? Let her know that. 
Amen? Hallelujah. She didn't, she didn't pay me to tell you all this either. Amen? <laughs> Promise me any favors or anything else. No, I'm telling you what. She just, this is from my heart. Amen? She's saying, don't, don't say this stuff. Don't, I mean, you know, she didn't put me up to this. Amen? I just feel in my heart. Amen? Come on, if I'm embarrassing you a little bit, that's okay. But she is precious and she is a blessing. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Say, how do you know that? Because she's my wife. I know. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And she fights for things. She fights. I mean, I'm telling you what. Hallelujah. And so, just want every desire of her heart to be fulfilled. Amen? Come on. We're believing God for some things personally in our lives. It's time for us. Amen? For some personal things. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, we're going to see him. Amen? Right, sweetheart? Amen. Amen. Well, hallelujah. Well, we love you. God loves you. Amen? This week's going to be awesome. Hallelujah. Have a blessed week. We'll see you next time. Amen. God bless. Bye-bye.